What's up, y'all? I'm here with the homie Kyrie. What's up, man? How y'all doing today? Yeah, bro, we just chilling in here, you know, decided to give y'all a little bonus snippet, you know. Uh, me and Kyrie just was like talking one day and we just decided that one one of these days we was going to just sit down and have like a, a talk, bro, like and just record it. Because like we over the past few weeks, we've been having some good ass conversations and like For sure. we, we feel like that's some that's some shit we could share with the world. You know what I'm saying? Because we just be talking our shit, bro. How you doing today? I'm chilling, man. I'm doing I'm doing good today. Uh, I feel like I've been real busy this week, so I haven't really had time to like clear my head. So this is definitely good to just just sit and talk and just chill. Facts, bro. How's how's business and shit going? It's going good. That's the reason I've been pretty busy. Um, right. I feel like a lot of people don't understand when it comes to the whole entrepreneurial thing, or not even entrepreneurial thing, but just being a business owner is like I'll go through months where. Like, I don't have any clients at all. And, like, all I can really focus on is me marketing or me trying to, you know, right. reinvent my brand or whatever. And then I'll go through a month or two where it seems like I have a different client every day and it's real busy. So it's, like, definitely been humbling but fun at the same time. Yeah, so when you go when you talk about those, like, periods where you go through and you don't have any clients, like, and you know they, you know they could come at any time. Like, how do you prepare yourself, like, financially and mentally for those times because i know it could be like draining because like you still have to spend money and shit on on your business but like and you still gotta be motivated so like how do you how do you get through those times and like how you prepare yourself for those times yeah so for right now like i'm i'm definitely still in a stage where it's not like i left my job or anything like that like i still right. work um you know a lot of people may, might not think that i work but like i have a regular job uh i save money Entrepreneurship has taught me how to save money. I'm a lot more smart with money now. When I um, like how I spend money, what I spend money on, um, you know, even if I'm spending money out like at a bar or something like that, um, you know, a lot of the time that's with a client or a potential client. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of the times when I go out to like social events and everything like that, um, not to say that I'm only going to social events to like, you know try to gain clients and right. things like that but when i go to social events i'm always looking for those types of opportunities and um you know if, if i can provide value to someone's life why not yeah bro like i i just think like the main thing me personally like, i'm not an entrepreneur you know what i'm saying like i'm not running a business in the sense that you are i would consider you an entrepreneur though and what like i would kind of i think I'll, entrepreneur is more of a mindset yeah i think i would consider myself like more of a creator okay. you know what i mean um, cause it's definitely, it's definitely like a lot of crossover, like when you're doing like content and everything like that, cause you still putting your own money back in, you know, right now I'm, I'm just doing this shit for free really right now, but yeah. I know, but it's not about the money for me right now. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I know it's going to come as I keep growing and getting better at my craft and everything, but I, I, it's going to come. And like, I know for you, like you see it. You know what I mean? Sometimes, because it comes and goes, really. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, it's like women, bro. It's yeah. like It's like, it's literally like women. It's like, you know how you can go through those periods where, you know, you got your confidences up, you've been hitting the yeah. gym, um, you know, and it seemed like every girl just wants you at the time. Yeah, and you, you got go through like, those months where. You got like four or five on the roster. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah. the little rotation or whatever. And then you go through those months where it's like, hey, you look up and it's like, damn, I'm ugly? I'm ugly or something? What happened? <laughs> yeah, bro. What happened to me? I mean, the thing about the thing about that is I really just, I don't try to let my confidence like go too low mm -hmm. ever. 
because like you can't you can't especially doing like content creation and like entrepreneurship bro you gotta you gotta stay on your shit and like you gotta you really gotta just know like i'm that nigga like and that that has to be like every facet of life because like when you when you know you that nigga it's really nothing that can stop you yeah that's how i feel it's gonna be people too that like when you when you feel that way you kind of give off like you give that off yeah bro. and there's gonna be people that really don't like that like it's people that really hate that but it's like at the same time y'all not gonna tell me you know what i'm saying y'all not gonna you're not gonna support me and tell me that you know i feel that way or whatever so it's like i gotta i gotta build my create my own energy yeah i'm like a yeah and i I am a big energy person i believe that people's energies feed off each other you transfer energy from one person to the next i sound like a, a fucking hippie with that shit but like it's true like yeah, energy kind of radiates itself, and that's like positive and negative. So I feel like if you have positive energy, it's going to radiate itself outside, and then whatever whatever you put in it into, it's going to come back to you. So that's what I believe. For sure. So that's why I don't really get down about the fact that like I've sunk a bunch of money into this. You know, it's cool. I'm not mad at it. It's crazy. I, um, I was watching this podcast the other day. I guess it's not a podcast. It's a YouTube channel. A dude named Alpha Male Strategies. Any man... Yeah that is uh listening to this right now y'all gotta go listen to alpha male strategies on youtube um but he said i want to make sure i get the words right he said something along the lines of um a man's net worth is determined by uh his ability to think far into the future or something something like that uh but like i really believe that bro like the way that you like how far into the future you're able to think is like really all that matters at the end of the day because whether right. I have up to go back to what you said like whether I have ups or downs it's like I'm always thinking ahead and that's sort of what keeps me like right. very just neutral yeah so like I know it's and I know it's a balance with that too because like if you like look far constantly then like you might over overlook things and everything so how do you find the balance between seeing the bigger picture of the future but also taking things a day at a time and not neglecting the process um i guess for me i guess i'm very like schedule oriented so like every night before i go to bed i make like a check like my mom i I put little stuff on the checklist bro like like drink water like i put literally everything on the checklist it's important though yeah it's important and some people might think it's like that's something that i'm not that you like i know there's stuff on the checklist that i'm not really going to forget but just the satisfaction of like checking it off on the checklist is kind of how I take things day by day. Um, and whenever I'm making the checklist, I like the I like to be able to actually write it down because it forces me to long term think. Yeah. Because I'm like physically writing it and not just thinking about my thoughts as they come to me like in my head. Yeah. No. That's that's yeah. That's the thing. Like, uh, you if you more of a write it down kind of person and just schedule it, you know that's that's another that's a good way to you know kind of make sure you're not neglecting the process and everything like that but me i i've never been like a big write it down kind of dude you know what i'm saying i'll write down like the big shit and like i'll think of the rest you know what i'm saying um but i just i kind of just dive into it really and that's all i that's all i really can do um because you know like if you if you try to if you try to plan it out too much, then like it's not gonna go according to plan, and you're gonna be mad. So, Facts. if you just dive in, I think that's just better than you know what I mean. Yeah. Cause like me, I know, 
I was I was planning this whole the podcast thing, planning, 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 mm-hmm. and like I was I was just kind of keep on finding reasons not to do it. Mm-hmm. But then I just said, you know what, fuck it. Like I came from like just like using fucking Google Meet <laughs> with my AirPods in, Facts. and you know, I remember and just that. gradually building it up, like like to see kind of where I am now and where I started at in only like 20 weeks. I, I think it's it's crazy because like I started this shit in a pandemic for real for real and like you did too though uh, like kinda kinda like I started you, during like I started my business during school right like the uh, the paperwork for it and everything yeah. like that the website and everything like that and then I launched sort of like late in the year um, but I started getting clients and my the- first client was literally the day we got kicked off of campus. Yeah. So like up at Westchester, I lost my job that day yeah. because we had got um you know they told everybody I had to leave campus, so I lost my job and then I was walking to a bar called Moss up in Westchester. Yeah. I was about to go apply to a job. I applied to the job there, got that job uh, as a bouncer for a little while, and then the same day, like as I was walking back from Moss, somebody called me and was like, "Yo, bro, like I want my LLC. How can you help me out?" And um, yeah. that was my first client. No, the crazy, <laughs> the craziest thing is like the way the way we got kicked off campus because it was the middle of spring break, and, and they told us like they sent the email. They was like, "Oh yeah, we're not coming back for the rest of the semester." <laughs> and then we got like an extra like two weeks of spring break, yeah. so the teachers could fucking, I guess, fix the class to make it online. It was crazy, but I just think like this is my thing, and you could tell me if you agree, but like. I feel like in over the last five months in the pandemic, you know what I mean? If you haven't learned a new skill, then you kind of wasted your quarantine. Yeah, I agree with that. At the same time, though, it's like I also think that people have difficult lives. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like there's things that like for some people, you know, the quarantine might have been. You might not have learned a new skill, but maybe you took some time for your own mental awareness. Oh, no, no, no. Like yourself and things like that not just skills i meant like i guess if you haven't kind of did something to like something productive yeah something to better yourself yeah and it, it, it i mean not even productive because it doesn't always have to be productive sometimes like being productive is not i mean being unproductive is good for your mental health because you right. just like sit there you know just relax i know i know for me it was a time to like kind of take a breather sit back and really figure out what i wanted for mm-hmm. myself and everything like that what did you, fi- you figure out um well mentally i figured out you know that whatever life throws at me i can adapt to it okay that's what i figured out mentally and life-wise i kind of figured out my next steps because i'm going to be a college graduate soon you just graduated Mm -hmm. um and you know that's that's kind of a hard time for a lot of people because like they don't know what they want to do but i mean i figured out my next steps you know we ain't gonna talk about the next steps can't tell the next yeah you can't you can't tell the next (laughs) move but um this is definitely going to be a big move. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think so. We're, I mean, we'll talk about it off there. Yeah, for sure. But definitely got to make the moves. Yeah, bro. But um, shit, let's get, <laughs> let's get into something a little more funny, bro. You, I know you saw the WAP video. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, bro. I was, I was like waiting to watch it at midnight, but like. I'm an old ass man now, so like I just fell asleep like 10:30. <laughs> I woke up in the morning. I was like, "Oh shit, the wild video!" <laughs> yeah, bro, that was my, that might be my favorite music video of the year so far, bro. 
Bro, I didn't even know what I didn't know it was happening. I was on Twitter, bro, and like right. I just saw all these like WAP, WAP, WAP hashtags, and I'm like, what is WAP? Like, what is this? So I go, I had, I look at the video, man. I was like, wow, like this is it. This was happening. Yeah, no, I just, I just hate everybody on social media who got something to say about it, bro. It's annoying, bro. But like, if you think about it, I tweeted something uh, the other day, like. The cultural shift that um, like female uh, female rap artists are having, like just on the culture in general right yeah. now, it's kind of crazy. It's like it's not. I don't think that it's bad. I feel like it's bad for certain people. Right. I feel like if you're a man and you're like one of those like insecure dudes or like one of those guys who like don't even really like a lot of guys don't understand women and that's why they're having a hard time. Yeah. Like seeing something like this is like, bro, this is how women are. Yeah. No, <laughs> low key, this is what they like when they in their little apartments or whatever. This is what they do. This, yeah, this is what they do. This they, is their they, how they have fun. This is their activities and which is fine. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of niggas on, out here that could not date a girl like Meg or a girl like Cardi. I personally could not. You I, couldn't? I, I would talk like all right, so just to let y'all know in the in the on the whole scheme of things, I really I feel like I understand females to the point where it's like, I don't want to waste a, re- like, this is a Drake quote, but I don't want to, re- like, waste a relationship on a relationship. Right. Like, I would honestly rather get to know you, we chill, like, we on the same page, I get to know you, you get to know me, and, like, we actually have a good time right. with each other than I'm sitting here worried about I'm your man and you shouldn't be doing this and I shouldn't be right. doing that. Like, I just don't really want to roll and like that. And whatever comes of it, comes of it. And whatever comes of it, comes of it. Yeah, I respect it. I mean, I'm still, like, more of a, I would say, like, I'm kind of a relationship dude. Like, I do, like, dating and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I still know how women are, of course, you know. So, I don't just, like, date anybody or who I feel to be anybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. it is is hard to kind of, like, find the person that you, like, want to date, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and for me, it's like, what this whole wave you can call it a wave but this kind of thing has been happening for years like feminism and shit like that yeah that not feminism because feminism is different than like than like trying to extract money out of dudes that are just gonna like yeah that's like it's not necessarily it's not a have you get your money you know what i'm saying get your money i don't it's not gonna work with me i don't knock nobody for getting any money yeah have your only fans and do all that just know that when it come time and you want to settle down and everything like that I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be chilling. I'm cool, yeah. but I'm glad you're doing what you like to do. Yeah. I mean I, I, I think everybody you know should have an opportunity to settle down if they wanna settle down. Bro, I'm not gonna settle down with a woman and then like I'm you know, and then dudes coming up to me like I got her OnlyFans and I'm just not I just don't wanna deal with it. You know what I'm saying? I, my kids my kids go on Google, you know how, how the internet yeah, they, gonna be in years. We all Googled our parents once. They gonna Google you gonna Google your parents, your mom OnlyFans, John gonna come up and you gonna yeah. ask me, Dad, what's OnlyFans? I'm gonna be like, son, let's sit down. Let's, have, <laughs> let's sit down. Let's sit down, son. Let's have sit a talk down. about the times, about twenty twenty, man. Yeah. I mean everybody grows up and grows out of that shit, so I mean I I don't think I could. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I could do it. You couldn't date a girl with an OnlyFans account? It depends on what she was doing on it. It depends on the content? Yeah, because, like, if she just, like, doing the feet pick thing or, like, selling, like, some nudes or partial nudes, I guess I could, I guess I'll be cool with that, especially if it's no face, no case. But, like, if she she on video, like, 
on some porn star shit, mm -hmm. can't do it, won't do it. My thing about the news thing is like, shit, I could even date a stripper for real, for real, if we keep it in a buck. See, no. No. <laughs> I couldn't do it, bro. You couldn't do it? I uh, couldn't do it. Not like any, like, not like any stripper. Like, I could date a stripper, you know what I'm saying, who, like, trying to put herself through med school or something like that. Yeah, I, the thing the about me money. is I, I can support it. I'll support it. Like, I don't pass judgment on strippers, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's just that me personally, I like my own affection from, like, from my yeah, girl, you know what I'm saying? Sure. It's like, I don't like, it's not that I'm the jealous type, but it's just like, yeah. I like my own, like, I like my girl to myself. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's sure. really what it comes down to is I like my girl to myself, and that's it. I mean, but my counter to that would be, I mean, yeah, she's a stripper, but, like, emotionally, you know, she was, she's yours, I guess. That's that's how they would justify it. And I would say no. <laughs> I'll be like, that's cap. I mean. I mean, like, it's like, it's. I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't ran into a woman that's a stripper or has an OnlyFans yet that right. I would personally date. So as of right now, the answer is no. I would love to like actually like sit down with a girl who's like a stripper, like a porn star, OnlyFans, mm -hmm. whatever, and just like and just like talk and they like explain like what what they do. Like I think that would be an interesting conversation. I think so too. And bro, I think that you would be like I think that a lot of people would be surprised. Like I've talked with um. I've talked with like I know girls personally that have like OnlyFans accounts and things yep. like that. They're cool, like cool girls and everything. And they be the most unsuspecting ones too. They definitely be unsuspecting. It's like how, like you don't even had a link in the bio. Like yeah, how do you have making them? bread too? <laughs> making they bread. got a link in another bio that we not privy to. Bro, I saw one chick who had uh, she she put her OnlyFans like stats up. Bro, she made three thousand. She made um. Almost three hundred thousand, bro. Sheesh. She made three hundred thousand off OnlyFans, bro. Like when I see people's OnlyFans, on when I see people's OnlyFans, like I kind of see what they charge, and then based on the number of fans they got, because I'm not about to pay for that shit. No, I just want to see. I be I was pocket watching a little bit. I mean, bro, it's <laughs> so like I, I had to see. I had to see like the one. This one joint I was looking at her shit like seven ninety nine a month, and then she got like. A, a little discount package for like fifteen ninety nine for like three months or some shit like that, mm -hmm. and she had like two hundred fans, and I'm like, to post some pictures, bro, that's not bad. Yeah, like that's not that bad. mean that mean at the least you probably making like an extra, a extra eight hundred dollars a month. That's that's rent for a lot of people. Yeah, that's that's rent, some bills probably, Facts. car pit, whatever, bro. Facts. That's I don't really, blame. I don't blame. I don't blame women that have like yeah, OnlyFans accounts. Of course or not, bro. I mean, it's just I personally would not. I just like for me. This is the big thing for me. I feel like there's different sectors of relationships, right? So you have, you have how you. Oh my fault. The mic not up, but you have the um, you have like the spiritual connection that you have with your girl, yeah. right? And then I feel like. Separate from that, but like they're they're kind of intertwined. But separate from that, there's like a sexual connection you have with your girl as well. Yeah. That I also think is an important part of a relationship. And I think that when a girl has or when a girl is like exposing when she's in a relationship, I don't care what she's doing, she outside a relationship. But when she's in a relationship with me, when you're exposing your sexual um your sexuality your sexuality to the world, right. you know what I'm saying, and in such an explicit way, 
I feel like it brings down the value of the sexual uh, connection in the relationship. That's really the only problem that I would have with my girl. Like, yeah, like if a girl got, no, I get it. If a girl, if my girl sending me news, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I like waking up, you know what I'm saying, for attachments. Yeah. I like that. But <laughs> no, if she got an OnlyFans, sure. she got an OnlyFans and she's sending it to everybody, then it's like, now it's like, all right, this really ain't really even special to me because I can just go yeah. on only, like, you know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel. No, I feel it. But like, how many how many people are actually going to pay for some shit like that, though? Bro, the girl made 300K. People really You're paying right. for it. You're right. This is, my ju- <laughs> this is my justification for not paying for her OnlyFans. Pornhub is free. It's free, and like it's a huge day. Like it's about like a million pages. On bro, Pornhub. I don't even. I don't even watch porn anymore, bro. She, I, I still do, but shit, bro. Try, bro. Try to just, just try to not. Try to not, bro. Yeah, no. Like I'll be going through periods where I don't, mm-hmm. but sometimes you know, fuck it. I just, I'll be bored and shit. It's really more about boredom for me. But that's the thing, though, bro. That's kind of what it was for me too when I did. But it's like. I try to. It's like a. It's like a discipline practice for me. Right. It's like a discipline, and I feel like, I feel like, your nuts hold energy. Like my. I feel like my nuts hold energy, and it's like, if I'm just, like jacking off just because, you know what I'm saying? Then it's like yeah. I'm not. It's like I could be taking it. You ever? I think uh, my man Marquise. Shout out Marquise. But he was telling me some. I think it's called tr- sexual transmutation or tr- sexual transputation or something like that. But it's basically where like. You are basically just abstinent for a period of time, and you take your sexual energy and you just focus it into like productivity. And I'm not doing that right. fully, you know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. But when it comes to the to the porn thing, it's like, of course not. I just try to take that. Um, I just try to take that energy and do something else with it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, me sometimes I like if I don't bust nuts, I'll be getting like a little aggressive and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm like, damn, like this not me. Like but that's kind of good angry. though, bro. That's that <laughs> testosterone yeah. building up. Yeah, for sure. So sometimes I just be, I be needing it to focus. And also, low key, I'll bust a nut to like stop myself from making a bad decision too. What you mean? You gotta explain that one to me. Give me an example. All right. So even like, so like, you you probably talking to a little John. You know you don't got no business talking to. You feel me? <laughs> and you, it's it's a little late. You know, <laughs> it's a little late outside, and you you know, and she's like, come over or. Can I come over? And you're like, you know, damn well, you don't need to have this bitch coming over. You don't need to go over there. And sometimes you do it because fuck it. But then other times I'll be like, damn, I'm going to regret this shit. So let me be my meat real quick and see if I really, this is a decision I really want to make. Mm-hmm. And if I still want to go bust her ass after I beat my meat, then I do it. But if not, I'll just go to sleep. You foul, yo. <laughs> you foul. <laughs> No, that's really that's really my shit. Like I'd be like, damn, like that shit really that shit really worked for me. It, <laughs> it definitely saved me from uh getting some questionable some questionable bodies on my record. Yeah, bro. Sexual urges are strong. Yeah, they are, bro. They're really strong. That's crazy. You know what the crazy shit about this whole like WAP phenomenon is? What? Even like politicians are like kinda weighing in. Like I was on Twitter and like this this one uh Senate dude and then like another another senator a female senator from like georgia she like commented on it and said like how it was inappropriate and i'm like first of all you work in georgia you know what's going on in your state right now right right like y'all got a whole like y'all y'all like right under florida with the corona shit like (laughs) and this is what y'all like the whole government like yeah like stay in your lane like 
come on now, bro. <laughs> it's the same thing, like, with Trump talking about college sports. Like, bro, what are you doing? Like, yeah, bro. Niggas, you know thing. other countries is opening up right now, right? <laughs> like, yeah, he's he's something else, man. Like, this, this whole, like, pandemic shit really made me kind of realize how far behind America was to everybody else. But we just, like, we really, like, a piece of shit with a bow on it. Our military is the bow. Yeah. Really, That's really what it comes down to. It really to. is. Our military is the bow. But as far as, like, day-to-day living yeah, in this country, like, it's hard. Like, niggas don't even got universal health care. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the other, other countries, them niggas, like, oh, y'all don't? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because my dad, um, so my dad, he was in the military for a really, really long time. And my dad, like, he's not, my dad's not, like, a Trump supporter or anything like that. But he does... He has a weird, like, he has a very different approach to, like, how he views America. Like, somebody somebody can say, like, oh, America isn't this, America isn't that. But my dad always brings up, like, when he was traveling the world and going to different countries that, like, didn't have anything and were, like, really not free. You know right. what I'm saying? He says that that's what kind of makes him feel like America is a freedom sort of country, which I understand. But at the same time, there's so many things that have just happened in our history that are still happening now. Yeah, for sure. That you can't ever say that this is a truly free country, um, even though it may have some better qualities than other countries. I, this is my thing about the freedom. Yeah, we have like our freedoms to an extent, mm-hmm. but like it's still like a lot of shit that go on behind the scenes to mm-hmm. where, Nick, you really not free to yeah. do whatever you want. Like they pick and choose our freedoms for us. They pick and choose what we see. Yeah, for sure. Which pick, which is going to influence how we think about which things. Is, which is a lot more. Like we see a lot more than other countries. Like we have access to whatever, whatever we want. But like they pick and choose what they, what they push. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I mean, I guess that's a good point you just made because it's like this is something else I've been thinking about too. And I actually saw this on Twitter, and I was really thinking about it when Megan Thee Stallion got shot. Right. Like, a lot of guys did not, like, really didn't care at all. I was like, honestly, I'm not going to say I didn't care, but it wasn't something that I was going to be, like, reading into. It's probably not even something I would be having a conversation with you about right now. That's just me being honest. That's not to say I don't care. First of all, I don't really listen to her music anyway. I don't really follow her as a celebrity in the first place. But it should be a much bigger topic that she got shot than the WAP than a WAP video or something like you know what I'm saying because like this WAP video Joan is what women do I think the only reason that it was a big topic is because Tori shot her or well allegedly shot her because we really don't know yet Mm -hmm. but like I think that's because like the fuck was he shooting her for like that's weird I'm I'm curious to like figure out not figure out but I'm curious to see how it all unravels yeah my whole what really happened my whole thing about that situation before we get back on track is like that whole shit was like at Kylie's house, mm-hmm. but like she's mentioned nowhere in any police report. Yeah, anything that family has to do with anything is bad. Yeah, bro. So, the Kardashians I mean, and Kylie and Kendall and all those girls yeah, are crazy. just bad news for everybody. Yeah, they took away Ben Simmons' jump shot too, like, and his knees. Yeah, real shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I just think like in America, it's just like crazy, bro. Like, and for for people like me and you, like. Black people, bro, young black men, bro, we already behind the eight ball, kind of. Yeah. Because the shit really rigged in against us, to, if you if we being honest about it. Yeah. I think it is, but I think that it's a way, and not to discredit, like, any anybody or anything like that, 
Um, it's definitely rigged against us. But I also think that there's a way where you can take, like, if you understand that it is rigged against you, yeah. I think one of our strengths as black people is that we understand that it's rigged against us and then we take that and we use For it sure. against our enemy. You know what I'm saying? For Which sure. I think is a really cool... I think that's what that's one of the things that kind of makes us like unique as black people and makes us yeah. as strong and powerful as we are. I I think that right now I think it it is a lot of we are we're we're definitely waking up and everything like that but like when we finally realize that oh shit like as a unit like we powerful as fuck bro like black people are fucking amazing bro and like bro, we I, are America really. Yeah, we built this shit. We're the bro. root of it, bro. If you think about just popular culture and think about how much popular culture has an influence on every aspect of everything. Pop, like you were just saying, politicians are talking about the WAP video. Yeah. Popular culture has an influence on politics. Popular culture has an influence on sports. Popular culture has an influence on right. everything. And look, black people are popular culture. Like everything about popular culture is based off of black people's yeah, style, bro, um, music, everything. Like, look, bro, like when you remember even back in the day, like AI had a commercial with. Jada kiss, bro. Like mm-hmm. niggas wanted to be AI back in the I wanted day. To, bro, I used to wear a band-aid. I, right. I used to want to be Nelly so bad. Bad as bro. fuck. Athletes <laughs> wanted to every athlete wanted to rap. Every uh rapper wanted to be an athlete, bro. It's like crazy. And really, that just goes back to the black culture because like even in other countries of the world, like especially Asian countries, bro. Mm-hmm. I watched a video of an Asian nigga like change the whole texture of his head. So we can have a fucking thought top, bro. No I don't even know what that is. Like the like the like the the fade with the little fro. You know what I'm talking like the fade Josh cut. Oh, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. Like okay. this man really changed the texture. I didn't even know you could do shit like that, bro. Like yeah. and I, I hear like everybody I know who's like been to Japan, they tell me like, yeah, bro, like they love black culture over there. Like mm-hmm. they like rap music, like like they they anime characters be black a lot of the time and mm-hmm. i'll be like shit that's crazy but i mean over here like we don't get that kind of love at all i don't i don't know if we get it over there no nah, probably not but they just love our culture yeah. well that's that's really how it goes like they love black culture but they don't love black people facts <laughs> like they don't give a fuck about it like it's been like we i'm going on a tangent now but fuck it like it's been 150 something days and Niggas still have not made a single arrest. Uh, Crazy. It won't even got a sus. Well, we know who it was, but like, there's no official suspect, no official person of interest in the Breonna Taylor case, bro. Like, so that that shows, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, if Trump want to comment on something, comment on that shit, nigga. Facts. It's amazing to me how. It's amazing to me how like, everything else can happen except for what needs to happen. Exactly. Like. Clear, like clearly, this should. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's just it's just so puzzling to me how like something clearly needs to be done. Like right. it's a broad daylight, not a secret, not a question. Something clearly needs to be done, but everything else gets attention, bro. That's that's the. I'm glad you brought that up because, <clears throat> like, you look at it like this shit started like it really kind of came back into light like four years ago with the whole cap shit. When Cap took a knee, he clearly stated what the purpose of the knee was like i'm taking the knee against police brutality like right i'm not i'm not trying he said explicitly i'm not trying to disrespect the military at all because Mm -hmm. i sat down and had a conversation with a green beret you know what a green beret is yeah like 
like he had a conversation with my man and he's like yo no neil that shows like you respect the the soldiers that have fallen but everybody wanted to say oh he's disrespecting the flag the military all that bro Mm -hmm. first of all and my thing about the whole military shit like how can how can you be disrespectful to a military and call people out when the united states government don't even respect the fucking vets or the troop like Troops get paid kind of like shit. VA is horrible. The VA is horrible. Like, niggas, from from the beginning of fucking America, troops have, well, black troops specifically, have come home. They, they didn't have the same luxuries afforded to them as the white vets that mm-hmm. came back. Like, after World War II in Vietnam, like, if a black, a black vet came back and he was, he was wearing uniform, like, he would get beat up by by police like come on now bro but but it's about respecting the military yeah i mean i don't know bro it's just everything is just like it's just it's just sad honestly it's just sad like you like you try to make a stand for something you can openly say whatever you want but if you're black it's like like American society is going to try to find a way to demonize black people no matter what right. the case. You can be a black lawyer. You can be a black rapper. You know what I'm saying? You can be a black economist. You can be a black computer. So you can be whatever. You know what I'm saying? If you're black, there's going to, on some level of whatever you're doing, there are going to be people that just because of your skin color want to find a way to just like, to just demonize anything positive that you stand for. You know my prime example of that? Mm-hmm. I have two. Uh, the obvious one is Malcolm X. We all know what Malcolm X did. We all mm-hmm. know what he stand for, so I don't have to get into that. But the the one that's really not obvious, Cam Newton, bro. Cam yep. Newton has come, like he's been in the NFL, this is about to be his 10th year. Mm-hmm. Ever since he has been going, even before he was in the league, like going through the whole draft process, like his fucking, the first time he met the, the old Panthers owner when he got drafted, he was like, do you have tattoos? No. Do you have earrings? No. All right, keep it that way. Like, what kind of shit is that? And then the way the media treated Cam Newton the past nine years, bro. Horrible. All this man has done is be positive, a positive force in the city of Charlotte. And then the media just constantly shit on him, bro. Like, even the worst, I think it was at its worst probably now and after the Super Bowl when they lost, when they was like, when his press conference and he was like being a sore loser. But like, show me a good loser, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's sad because like he's like the he's a poster boy, really. You know what I'm saying? In reality, Cam Newton is a, like he's a he's a guy that like kids should look up to. You know what I'm saying? And for people to like come at him the way that they have been is just like it's just it's just it's disrespectful. Number one, and it just shows you it just shows you how America is, bro. Like it just show, and I'm so my thing about America, bro, is like a lot of the stuff doesn't really. I don't really let stuff get to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not really the type of person to sit and like put mope around like, oh, right. like America doesn't like black people, bro. I know America doesn't like black people. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it. And now I'm at the point where it's like, I just need to find ways to maneuver around it just to get to where I want to be because this is the reality of yeah. it and it's something that I'm not going to be able to change. And that, but at a certain point, it's like, damn, nigga, like how much, how much more, bro? Like you, you talk all this equality shit, all men are created equal shit, but like it's, it's, cat. it's cat, bro. Damn, and to bring it back to Cam Newton, like my man, every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, you know what I'm saying? He brought gifts for the the kids that couldn't, whose families couldn't afford it. Yep. Gave turkeys, 
uh, fed people, brought meals, bro. Nigga started a, a cigar lounge in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Fucking gave people jobs. Like, what more do you want? And then like <laughs> you, you vilify him. You call him cocky. You say he danced too much. He he smiled too. What the fuck you mean he smiled too much? Yeah. His life is good. Obviously he gonna smile. Like, I, I just don't get it, bro. Like it's it's crazy. I mean I get it. I know I know what we fighting against, bro. Yeah. That's and then like during this whole process when he was a free agent, bro. You can't tell me. That wasn't them kind of saying, ha-ha, nigger, wait. Yeah, bro. People, like, the subliminal points that people try to make. Like yeah, the like, oh, Cam Newton needed to be, he, this at this time, he needed to humble himself. Why? Yeah. I pay attention to all that type of stuff, even in my own life. Like, the, it, it, it be the little stuff that people do that makes me mad. The like microaggressions? The little, yeah, the little stuff, like, the little moves people try to make. And you know what's crazy? Like, I think that, I don't know what it is, but at least for all my life, bro, you knew me in high school. Yeah. I was never really. Huh? Middle school, bro. Middle school. Every year. For a long time, bro. And it's like, I was never, like, if you looked on the outside, you would never, like, you would never really suspect me to be, like, a smart kid or, like, somebody that kind of observes or really understands things, bro. And it's like, I feel like black people in general sort of have that stigma that they don't really understand. And you know what's crazy, too? I wanted to get on this. This is going to be a little bit off topic. But women have that stigma, too, that they don't understand really what's going on. And that's they be another, knowing. They be knowing what they be doing. They be knowing what be going on. But, but you know, the best kind of people are the ones who can who can use that shit to their advantage. Exactly. Because if they, if they think that you don't understand, they're going to they going, they going tell on themselves. Mm-hmm. People are going to tell on themselves for sure. Everybody shows their hand eventually. Like, like when I was in when I was in high school, like, when we was in high school, it was just a lot of shit that like that I would hear or I would just listen to. Like it would be like, oh, so and so, so and so is not like the other black people. Yeah. Shit like that. What like what do you mean? Yeah. And I would just be caught off guard by it, but not caught off guard at the same time because I'm just like, all right, so we definitely live in an all white ass area. Right. Them niggas don't know really shit about black people. <laughs> and it was and it was the ones that was always trying to be friendly with you too. Like yeah. Like, you don't know how many times I heard when I was in high school, oh, you don't talk black. Yeah, I still hear that now. What the, what, what the fuck does that mean? Because yeah. I, I know words. I, I speak properly. Mm-hmm. Like I hear that a lot from black people, too, though. Y'all not off the hook. Yeah, y'all, no, black people do Y'all do that not shit. off the hook. Because I went through a time in my life, bro, where um, I felt like I was, like, too black for white kids but like too white for black kids and i was just like in a corner like by myself and like couldn't like i didn't have really anybody to i didn't really have a group to like fit in when fit in with fit in with because i feel like i wasn't accepted in either right like in either group and low-key that's kind of a struggle for kids who kind of like grew up like like how we did Mm -hmm. like because i i was born i was born in like the inner city you know what i'm saying i lived there for a little bit but like i moved out here when i was like 10 right so this same. is really what i know mm-hmm. and like i kind of like i've always been like you know more into academic stuff you know what i mean yeah so i was always like a reader and shit like that mm-hmm. so i was called like oh you acting white <laughs> like yeah what does that mean and then like i, I it, it is a struggle that we do go through you know right. what I mean? But it's, it's crazy. Like, I just... And then, like, I heard all that shit. Like, all those little microaggressions. Like, it's racist as fuck, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, 
but like I really didn't like fully understand that yet. I don't think because it's, it's like I heard it all the time, so I kind of thought you get I mean, uh, you get like normalized to, to it. it. Yeah, yeah, you get used to it, so it became kind of normal, which is like crazy. But like I think the shit that really kind of turned it around for me was like the whole Trayvon shit, bro. Hmm. Like imagine what was we like that happened in twenty twelve? I want to say right. I don't remember the exact year. We was like. We couldn't have been 16 yet. So to see some shit like that and realize, oh, shit, damn. Like, I got to really, like, be on my shit when mm-hmm. I'm outside my house. Yeah, bro. It's, it's it's honestly, like, there was a time where, my like, I have, there's my mom, and then I also have, like, a little sister. Right. And I remember, like, my mom and my sister were, like, crying, like, literally crying, like, when I would, like, leave the house and, like, not come back or not, like, my phone would die while I'm out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If my phone died while I was out, my mom's fear is, like, through, my mom is basically in a pit. Like, and my mom, it's sad to say that if my phone dies and I'm out with my friends, my mom's first thought is that a police officer killed her son. Yeah. Like, that's that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. And that's the, that's the root, honestly. That's the root of the whole police brutality thing is like people yeah. shouldn't have to feel like that. Yeah. Like I shouldn't have to feel like if a cop rides past me, bro, like a cop can ride past me and it's like, oh, like I, what's going to happen? I tense up, bro. Tense up. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that like tense up or any, like I'm not, you know, I'm me mm-hmm. all the time. Like I'm cool. Like I'm cool and, and comfortable in most situations. But yep. like if I'm, if I'm driving, like, and I see a cop, or like even if I'm walking down the street, like I, I tighten up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, and you don't even have to be doing anything wrong. Bro. I could be walking my dog. Right, bro. Like, what the fuck you doing in this neighborhood? Like, nigga, I live here. Bro, let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this. So, you know, I have a, a pit bull, right? Yeah. Two things that happened. So, the first thing that happened, and you met my dog, bro. Yeah. Nicest dog ever. Like, wouldn't bite anybody. Yeah, we ever. love Bruce. Yeah. So, bro, I'm walking Bruce in my neighborhood, right? Right. And. Whenever Bruce sees another dog, he looks at him and he keeps walking. He doesn't bark. He doesn't start trying to pull over to him or nothing yeah. like that. All the other dogs in the neighborhood always bah, 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 trying to get at Bruce, blah, blah, blah. I'm walking. This white lady walked past me with her little uh, pip, uh, uh, poodle or whatever. She's going to pick her poodle up, bro, and walk on the other side of the street, right? That was the first thing that happened. Right. The second thing that happened, bro, two blocks from where I live, I'm walking my dog, and this man was out in his driveway, like, recording me on his phone. So, and he didn't think that I'd see, like, he didn't think that I saw him. Wow. So I sat and I stopped and I was like, why are you recording me? He was like, I'm not recording you. I was like, I see the camera right there. Like, you're clearly recording like, me. Like, can I help you, sir? Yeah. And he was like, well, someone with a dog has just been letting their dog uh, poop on my grass. And I was like, well, that's not my dog. Like, you see, I have my bags right here. So I would appreciate it if you stopped recording me. He was like, I'm actually going to call the police. I was like, call the police. The police come, blah, blah, blah. I sit there. Me and dude kind of getting into an argument or whatever. Um, he talking about your dog has always been on my property, this and that, and this and that. Um, police get there and they're like, yeah, he's just kind of crazy. Like we always have complaints out of him. And I'm just like, he wouldn't do this to anybody else that walked. Plenty of people walk their dogs down this same road and you didn't say anything to them when they walked their dog past yeah, you, but bro, you said so something like, to me. Everybody where we from kind of has a dog. Has a dog. And I'm sure a lot of them take the same routes. Mm-hmm. So... It's, it's really just wild, bro. Like, you really just got to kind of just stay vigilant. And, like, like we definitely deal with a lot of shit. Like, before we even get to, like, the regular shit of life, we got we still got to deal with the I'm black shit. Facts. 
and it's a whole different world that people yeah. that like that if you're not black it's like a world you can't understand yeah. it's yo it's crazy because i feel like i feel like anxiety has been programmed into black people yeah i feel like it's literally like like i think that there should be a type of anxiety just called black anxiety just from just the anxiety they, that has to come with being black i've seen it being called like post-traumatic slave disorder hmm I've never heard of that term, but that's like... Yeah, like, I've seen it, like, post-traumatic slavery disorder, where it's like, yeah. Like, when they explained it, like, the way we just did, like, mm -hmm. that type of shit that yeah, bothers bro. us, bro. Like, it's like the thought is always in your head that something could go wrong just because you're black. Like, something, yeah. like, the worst... It's crazy, too, because, like, growing up, it's almost hard growing up because it's like your parents know you're black so it's yeah. like when your parent like when you're black and you're raising a black family especially in a white community you can't do anything bro bro real shit and then all the and then all those like little shits that like your parents say no to and then you grow up and kind of realize like oh they was right facts so that's really like what it is to be honest for sure but um yeah we we gonna wrap it up that was a little a little snippet of you know a little one-on-one -on -one that me and Kyrie like to do so um Kayla just got here yeah Kayla did just get here uh so we about to record the SDP so I mean if y'all like that we could definitely do more of them shits I'm I'm with it for sure me too um so yeah that's all peace <laughs>